So yeah, I mean, we got we got shit to talk about. Yeah. Y'all got y'all stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. It's not targeted. It's not targeted? It's not targeted. It's a blanket general statement. Blanket statement. All right. It's not, it's not targeted, I promise. Right. Because I know you're going to be like, it's just about me. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, I guess welcome to the Sweats Podcast. Got debated again. <laughs> and we've been it's not targeted, I swear. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we've been recording for like three and a half minutes, really. <laughs> not targeted. Well, I'm there's your proof. Caring and, <laughs> and understanding. We'll, and also anger. We'll let the audience decide if it's targeted or yeah. not. I guess we'll find I mean, out. Honestly, I, I think the audience will think it's targeted. <laughs> I genuinely do. Well, we have the proof to back it up, I guess, for you saying it's not targeted. Is that proof? I, I don't know. We'll see. Yes! I want to know what it is now. I'm pretty sure you should know what it is. I have no idea. <laughs> You'll figure, we'll figure it out real quick. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Um. Well, like we stated last time, when we were recording last episode, it was the beginning of Summer Games Fest. Now we have reached the end of Summer Games Fest, and we wanted to go over some of the announcements, uh, just in case you weren't able to watch or anything. Like I didn't get to see Sunday's big announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday, a lot of stuff happened. I know that was the Xbox uh, and Bethesda, the Bethesda yep. stuff. So. A lot of stuff got announced. Um, we briefly touched on Last of Us uh, last time. We touched on... Modern Warfare 2019 yeah, too. That, and then just a couple other things, minor. In passing. Yeah. But starting out, we got stuff like Street Fighter Six, and we got more information on some fighters that are coming... Uh, I really wanted to go into Callisto uh, Protocol because that is made by Glenn Schofield, who, if you didn't know, created uh, the Dead Space uh, trilogy. Also, he worked on uh, World War II uh, zombies for Call of Duty and World War II. Um, that's why it kind of went with a like darker and grittier uh look to zombies look and feel which if you ever played it the first map the actual map that launched was absolutely terrifying yeah it was horrifying that opening sequence where you're on the beach and they just start coming out of the water and you're like literally stuck in this little tiny fucking area that you can't move and you just have to like run around with your pistols until you have enough money to open up the mine carts well that's that's the second or third map the first map was in a city Yes. Yes, because I know what you're talking about. Because you're on a beach and you had to open up minecarts uh, to go up onto the island, and there's like a dead like whale or something on the beach. Oh yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on. I got it mixed up because I remember playing this one and doing all the Easter eggs for it, and it literally took my friends and I like six months to do it. Yeah, it was it was difficult. Yeah. 
but that first first map it was so dark in the middle of the city and all that stuff and then you go into like the bunker area and it's like all pitch black and you had to turn yeah. on the lights and everything it was and you have the little shoots and ladders slides that you got to go through that take you places to get stuff this one right we're talking about the same one now uh fuck hold on you copy that recopy that this one yes yeah mm -hmm. yeah that one it was actually really good the start of world war ii zombies was fantastic they just ended it poorly um and i think it's just because development cycles near the end they they don't have the resources that they need because they're uh usually moved off to creating the next game mm-hmm I really like the story, too. Like, thinking back on it, now that I have the right one in my brain. Um, like, I really liked the story aspect of this. And it was really engaging. It was weird because it was not people that you had, like, played as before. Mm -hmm. These were, like, totally, totally new story and everything. And initially, when I started playing it, I was like, I hate this. I don't like that it's not, like, the typical people you play as in Call of Duty Zombies. And, like... But then, yeah. the more I played it, I was like, okay, this is actually... I just like solid. that the uh, the Scottish guy was um, David Tennant. Mm -hmm. David Tennant's one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, yeah. But Callisto Protocol is apparently you're in space in prison and shit just goes off the rails. And it's very Dead Space-esque. Of course, it came from the people who created it. Very. And it's very, very gory. Way. Mm -hmm. Um, and looking back at Dead Space One and Two, those were actually really fantastic games. Um, so they scared I, the shit out of me. Yeah, I tried to play Dead Space once, and I played like I think I, because Dead Space came out in what year did they come out in? Uh, so it was probably two thousand eight, two thousand nine when Dead Space. I was gonna came say out. I feel like I rented it. It was for, for the three sixty. Yeah, I feel like I rented it for my Xbox from somewhere. Yeah. I couldn't remember time frame. I don't want to say it was Blockbuster. It might have been, but um, I remember renting it, and I did. I played for, like, 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and it it was hard. <laughs> that was the other thing, as I was, like, I never really played, like, games like that. My game library was Call of Duty and Fallout. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, my game library. So, like... It was hard, so I didn't like it for that reason for me because I'd never, like, played kind of a game like Dead Space. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, it was fucking horrifying. I was like... First game came out 2008. Yep, October 14th, sense. 2008. That's why I was... Fucking on lock. 2008, 2009 is what I guess, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, looking at it, it looks very Dead Spacey in, like, a positive sense like it doesn't look like they mm. just changed dead space and like put out a game you know what i mean like a lot of the stuff that i saw at least in like their new trailer that they put out and everything there's like aspects that i'm like that is dead space yeah but like not in a negative way if yeah. that makes sense i think the only negative game dead space had was dead space 3 because yeah it wasn't really horror-esque anymore you were like on a snowy planet and, like, everything was bright. It was in the dark, deep space, everything. Mm -hmm. It was just more or less an action game at that point. And it, it took a turn from what 
people knew Dead Space as. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. still a decent game, but it's just like we we know what Dead Space one and two were. This is a vast change from it. Yeah. And I think that's I where like a that lot happens of, a lot with games. Yeah, like if if they're trilogies or like whether they have a sequel or something, like the first thing that always comes to my mind is like Fallout, like Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, very monochromatic. Fallout Three was green, Fallout New Vegas was orange. Like mm-hmm. everything was like orange toned or green toned, and then Fallout Four came out and it's like it's sunny outside. There's like it doesn't you know, really feel post apocalyptic. No, which like realistically, like if we were in a post-apocalyptic world, like, yes, things wouldn't just be all green yeah. all the time. I get that. But it's it's like an atmospheric thing that it just like, it which, didn't feel like Fallout. New Vegas tried to do it with one area, um, too. There was a area in New Vegas that you could go up north and it was it was a wooded area and like a campground and stuff stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, with the nightkin super mutants. Yeah, and the tree yep. that you had to kill. No, that was not that one. That was That's um, what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about like Jacobstown because you're literally like in the desert for everything. Yeah. And then you're like in like the mountains and it's like this is weird. I thought this that's where not- that was and in the back of the area was the tree and that was the whole point of jacobstown was the tree no jacobstown is the nightkin and that's like they have like the huge mountain and it's like the safe space for like super mutants to be and there's like a doctor who's helping the nightkin not be schizophrenic psychos who just murder everything because they are addicted to using their stealth voice you're talking about um what the fuck is his name harold harold yeah that's a different area oh but, is it, yeah, that's in fallout thing. 3 yeah harold's in fallout i couldn't remember Okay. Because I know Jacobstown is New Vegas because you literally like walk out of the desert and then it looks like you're in like fucking Colorado yeah. in the mountains. Yeah. Like a bee lodge. So I, yeah, like, I fucking fuck mix both this? of them together. Like, yeah. Th- that's Jacobstown is what I'm talking about. Harold is just something else. Um, yeah. And it was like, a, it was a nice like section where it's like, okay, well, it, this is colorful and all, it's, but the main game is just all brown because you're in the desert. Yeah, uh, but when Fallout Four came out, it's like life everywhere. Yeah, like I don't know. It was it was weird, but I feel like like going back to what the original topic was. Like I feel like a lot of game companies in like either trilogies or sequel they do that a lot, thinking like, oh, this is new and innovative. You know, we can change it, which you can still do that while keeping your shit the way that people know your game, because then it just it just doesn't feel like a dead space game or a fallout game. It's just, it's a game that's called dead space. Yeah. But it's not really dead space. Mm-hmm. So I, this looks gritty, fucking terrifying. Uh, I think this, is this like an actual gameplay trailer? Or is this more cinematics? I think it's more or less uh, cinematics. Yeah. I think it's one of those. They, they use gameplay, but they, alter it it's in engine gameplay not yeah. in game gameplay because i was gonna i mean it looks good like yeah you know so if they actually did use like full like this is what the actual game looks like inside of here it's gonna look fantastic i think either way it'll look really good um because even dead space being as old as it was it still looked pretty good yeah you know what i mean like and and i, I think it's probably using our uh unreal engine 5 
So yeah, I would imagine. That's that's what's making it look so good. And you don't have to wait that long for it because it comes out this year in December, of course. But you know, mm -hmm. it still comes out this year, so that's something. One thing to look forward to, because most of like people's anticipated games are not coming out in 2022. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> A lot of them's coming out next year, but yeah, early next year, which is you know within the first six months, it looks like. So yeah. you know, at least there's that. But then I remember it's June, and I'm like, damn. That's yeah. a long ways away. It's, it's a long like, ways out. It's not even like it's, it's like year. October. And they're like, oh, yeah, we had to push it back to the beginning of 2023. And it's like, oh, that's just like two more months. Like, that's no big deal. Yeah. But yeah, it's like an entire year <laughs> yeah. added on to it instead of a couple months. Um, But yeah, I think that one will be cool. I, I want to say I would play it, but I don't know if I would. Mm -hmm. Just because it's not like my genre of games that I play. Although I have been trying to do other things, but I mean, I definitely will be watching it and I'll probably watch like fucking deep dive videos about it because it looks really interesting. I want to know more about like the actual story. Yeah. Which I think is would be. Really I'll, cool. uh, that's one of those I'll watch like a YouTube playthrough. Yeah, exactly. Or like if I know someone that's streaming it, like I'll pop in and watch it. Like, mm -hmm. like I did that with Alien Isolation, the first one. Yep. Which moving into, but I, I watched a couple of like my streamer friends like play through it and I was like, God, this is this is really cool. But like the stealth aspect of it, I was like, mm -mm, mm -hmm. I can't do it. I will break something. <laughs> so I do not have the patience for stealth games. When I tried to play Alien Isolation, the game broke itself and I couldn't progress. So that'll also hold you back. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Aliens Dark Descent got announced as well. Which that could be fun. Oh, 100%. Because that, if I remember right, like a year ago, they put out something for like a whole bunch of YouTubers to play, and it looked very Left for Dead, but alien. Mm -hmm. And it was absolutely terrifying because they climb on the walls and ceilings and shit. And I was like, alien in general. I think they've done a really good job with this because before like Alien Isolation came out, when I thought of Alien, I just thought like cringy 80 movies. And I was like, why? Why is this? This isn't even scary. Why are people scared of this? Like this was a thing that was like, you know. Horror. Mm. And then I was like, but I was like, it looks so bad. But then obviously with Alien Isolation, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> like absolutely horrifying. I think adding in like the first person aspect of it too obviously makes it more. It does. It, it makes it more engrossing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it is single player, but it's a squad based shooter. Yeah. So, so I like, wonder you if lead NPCs. At yeah. least that's what it is. It's probably taking the route that uh, Brothers in Arms did back in the day, uh, where you have mm -hmm. people, but you can kind of command them to like. To go places, yeah. like go behind cover over there, mm -hmm. shoot this person. Yeah. Which I think is a cool idea. Because I know, didn't for the the entire Alien Isolation, you just played by yourself, right? Like, you, yeah. you interacted with people maybe, like, twice? I think so. But. No one went um, with you to do anything. Yeah. So I think, I think it could be a really cool thing. But it's also, like, I don't know, with the first game being so, like, stealth and, like, spooky and creepy having it turn into more of like 
hey, you're fighting a bunch of xenomorphs on a mm -hmm. moon. I think it could be hit or miss. I think it'll still be good, but I just, I don't know if it'll hit the same target audience that Isolation did. Yeah. Uh, real quick, because this is going to translate into something as well. Uh, Stormgate got announced, which is uh, mm -hmm. Frost Giant Studios' first game, um, which Frost Giant Studios is all the ex-debs from Blizzard uh, made a new game studio, um, and it's a RTS game. Uh, so it'd be really interesting. Um, I'm excited to see what it's going to be like, if it's going to play like Starcraft two, uh, in Warcraft, or if it's going to play sort of like how Halo Wars played. I just want to see their, they, their take on it because Starcraft two and Warcraft three, we know are basically the like golden, golden apples of Blizzard back in the day. Starcraft 2 is still played competitively and mm. Warcraft 3 is known for its amazing story and it launched what we know today as World of Warcraft. Um it World of Warcraft wouldn't be around if Warcraft 3 wasn't a thing. So uh with the heads behind those games I'm interested. Um but speaking of Blizzard, we got a announcement for Overwatch 2's beta, open beta. It's uh, Oh my god, I forgot about this. Is, is this on the is this on the list? It's not on here. That that's I have it screenshot. It's a uh, June 28th. Fangirled so fucking hard because they were just like going through like the the trailer and everything, like the new trailer that they put out and like, you know, you see Tracer, you see uh Winston, you see, you see literally everyone, and then out of fucking left field, Junker Queen just like fucking jumps in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I squealed like a little girl. I watched it on, yeah, on Sunday, and I squealed like a little girl because Junker Queen has been teased since fucking Overwatch came out because she has in Junker Town or when they launched Junker Town, literally like the Queen posters are all over. Her assets have been in the game for so long. And then when they announced Sojourn, everyone was like, okay, this is cool, but, like, where's Junker Queen at? Like, this is what we've been waiting for, and you give us this? Like, Sojourn's cool, don't get me wrong. Super hyped about that, too. But, like, everyone was like, where, where is she? Give me her now. And she looks so fucking good. And her, from, like, the, you know, little tease that we got of, like, her abilities and, like, the way she moves around and stuff, looks so good. And mm -hmm. I am so fucking excited. She kind of gives me a uh, Mad Maggie kind of vibe. Yeah. Even though she was technically a thing before Mad yeah. Maggie, but she wasn't technically a thing before Mad Maggie. Because I saw that all over Twitter, too, when I was scrolling through stuff. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, hey, Respawn, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just make sure it doesn't look too similar. Yeah. Junker Queen. <laughs> but I was like, she, oh, my God. She was made before, though. She just wasn't released. Yeah, technically she's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like when in Junkertown, there's still literally posters slapped up yeah. of the queen, like looking exactly how she looks, like same hair, same like you mm -hmm. know. And then you have to look, you've got fucking um Hog and Junkrat. Like their Junkrat literally has a tire that he shoots at people, Mad Maggie has a giant ball that she throws at people. Like mm -hmm. there's gonna be similarities. 
You know what yeah. I mean? So, but I, I am so fucking excited. And the fact that it's an open beta because I didn't get a beta code last time. I'm so excited. Yeah. We'll have to check it out when it comes out, but it's going to be June 28th is when the, uh, Overwatch two beta comes out. Hopefully, I don't know if this, uh, I don't know if this, uh, episode will be out before then. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, it'll be out before, uh, it'll be out a couple days before it starts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Norm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be out. So, uh, you'll probably see us playing some of that. Um, Let's see, Norm. Yeah. Since we're all talking about tires and throwing them at people, uh, hit us mm -hmm. with um, an Easter egg. Okay, this is nothing to do with tire, <laughs> but you know, it's got something. So there's a there's a game, and I think we've talked about it before. I don't think I've ever actually like covered an Easter egg on it before. Called Fister Cleanup, which is the OG cleaning video game. Yes. Like, you talk to people, you're like, hey, what's a game about cleaning? You're like, House Flipper, Power Wash Simulator. Visceral Cleanup was the OG. Mm -hmm. And in Visceral Cleanup, they do, um, it's not just like, go clean this house. It's like, this is a massive crime scene. Go mm -hmm. clean it. There's a bunch of blood and bullet holes and shit. Um, and they do, like, a lot of levels that are, like, homages to certain things. You know, one might be, like, an underwater base that's resembles another game or a movie or anything along those lines. Uh, they have a map in there. It, this were clean up tons of Easter eggs. Absolutely god-awful amount of Easter eggs. But one of the ones they have is there's a level called Revolutionary Robotics, which is supposed to be a, a map that's a robotics industry, and they never say what happens. I'm sure there's like little bits of lore you can find here and there, but for the most part, they're never just like, hey, this happened, go clean it up. It's just, you just spawn, there's a bunch of blood and parts and bullet holes and everything and start cleaning. One of the things you can clean up is in the bathroom. Uh, you can find a small silver box. And inside that silver box are two pills, one blue, one red, possibly hinting towards this is the start of the robots taking over. The start of the machines taking over, which would later lead to the Matrix. I've only seen that first movie. I didn't watch the rest of them. They're not worth watching. Honestly, they're not. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they were so popular. Yeah, the Matrix was the Matrix was the first rated R movie I ever watched. <laughs> I think really? the first rated R movie I ever watched was Freddy vs. Jason. And the first yeah. rated R movie I watched was the first movie I watched. Which is Black Hawk Down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom was folding laundry and she was watching it. And I went in to go help her fold laundry. And I was like, what are you watching? And she was like, oh, it's The Matrix. And I was like, oh, what's it about? She was like, just watch it. And I was like, okay. I don't remember any of it. I've watched The Matrix that one singular time. I've watched one. Hey, in my mind, it's not that good. It's not great. The only good thing about it is Keanu Reeves. I, I remember back in the day, there was an Enter the Matrix PlayStation game that I played. And I played the shit out of the first level because it was the bank heist. The rest of the game, I hated. So, I never played it. I It's one of those, I can see why 
a lot of people do like it because of the premise of the story. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's just weird. I feel like it's only popular now because it's considered a cult classic. Well, what also helped is I did watch a um, when they recently came out with the new movie. I did watch like people breaking down the Matrix movies and like why they became mm-hmm. popular, why they. A lot of the times the Matrix movies got a lot of popularity because people were talking about it, about their theories, about what the Matrix signifies in the real world, mm-hmm. which the directors or whatnot are like, bro, it was just a cool concept. Yeah. We ran with it. But as usual, people are like, well, this means that capitalism is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or this means the struggles through life. Blah, blah, blah. If you put your mind to it, they're like they put all these little like secret Deeper meanings, meanings to it. That, shit that- yeah, they give it a deep meaning that wasn't intended to be there, but like at the same time, you kind of see it. And so people flocked to it because they thought it, hey, this movie went this, meant this. And then someone else was like, no, it means this. And then someone else was like, no, it means this. And then now there's the big question of what is the deeper meaning of this movie? We live in a And simulation. the deeper meaning is just robots. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, that's it. It's kind of like how Westworld started out. If you've mm-hmm. ever seen Westworld. Yes. Which we just got season four announced. Coming out in a couple of weeks or something like that. A couple of weeks, couple of months, something. But I, I keep on seeing a trailer for it. Like, first two seasons, fantastic. And then they took it out of the Wild West and put it into the real world. And it kind of fizzled. It goes down. It <laughs> yeah. goes down. The Matrix is ending. Every movie they went less and less matrix yeah. and more and more what the real world is for that mm-hmm. movie. And it just went down. So, yeah, that was a good Easter egg though. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of matrix Easter eggs, but I like, there is, I don't appreciate them. There was one. I cannot remember what game it was, but it made me think of when I was watching the video for that one. Uh, and it quite literally had when you were going up like a spiral stair, not spiral, but just like floors of stairs that just continue going around and around. It'd be like a black cat that you walk by and you keep going up and the same black cat would walk by again, which is also mm-hmm. another nod to the Matrix. But yeah, the Matrix is referenced a lot in video games. So much they made a movie based off of the Matrix being a video game. Mm-hmm. Horrible movie. Terrible. <laughs> um, I guess next we can talk about Real quick, we really didn't see anything for it, but it has two big names of the industry. Uh, Fort Solis, uh, that brings on uh, Troy Baker and Roger Clark. Um, Apparently it's a uh, thriller game that's a first-person shooter uh, that looks like it's in space as well. Um, Lots of space games, guys. Lots of space. We're back to the space. space Uh, Yay. But Roger Clark, if you don't know who that is, he was the voice actor of um, Arthur Morgan for Red Dead 2. And then Troy Baker, literally pick anyone, he probably has played it. Um, Known for a lot of things, but they're big names, and this they announced this game and stuff like that. So, it'll be interesting. And then... We got an announcement for uh, DLC for a game that we've talked heavily 
about <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> and it officially launched and then we're like this is the shittiest fucking game in the world we're so mad it had so much promise mm -hmm. but so outriders game breaking bugs yeah outriders has dlc coming out end game dlc so yeah. once you finish the main story quest which was a big complaint from a lot of people like i finished the story now what there's like you don't there's nothing yeah. to do yeah like I'm honestly surprised it took them this long to come out with something for this, but I mean, I guess I'm not because I'm. I doubt they had the money to devote people hardcore working on it. Yeah, well, but it's Square Enix. They they've got bigger titles they're working on right now. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is end game content. After you finish the main story, it's like a new set of quests to do end game stuff. My favorite line in is it says most notably. A poison ivy-like adversary spawned some Lovecraftian Cthulhu-esque tentacles and went to town on everything. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it comes out June 30th. So, I know Norm and I have talked about um, going back and trying to play it. Uh, I know we recently both have played through um, Square Enix's uh, what is it? The the Marvel. Um, uh, the Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. Yeah. So I, my thing with Outriders is I did really like the story for as far as we got into it. Yeah. It's yeah. just that the game didn't work. Yeah. No, it literally broke, and we, you could not yeah. progress. Yeah. And you, you, you couldn't get with your teams. Up. And if when you did, after an hour of trying to get into the lobby with your friends, one some one person would get kicked and not be able to get back into it. Wasn't it only three people too? Yeah. Yeah. So we also, game, yeah. Which also fucking sucks. We, we got into that aspect of there were four of us, so. Yeah. Because while I don't like space games, I liked Outriders. Yeah. And that's a space game. Uh... I also like Destiny. I need something additional added into it to enjoy a space game. I need some type of, like, extra. Destiny's got people with powers, and you got, where do they get these powers? I'm okay with it being space. Outriders, the same thing. I think what, what was that other one that we just talked about? I don't care. I don't. I don't, I don't not care. I don't consider Outriders to be a space game. It was space. I, I, You're on a new planet. Yeah, but I consider it more or less fantasy because you don't travel yeah. through space. Yeah, I mean, guess that's space. Fair. That's what I'm saying. The space aspect is you're on a new planet. Yeah, that's not Earth. But it's like I mean, Stormgate. Stormgate is a space game. Well, Stormgate, like, you have mechs and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It, but, like, that's meant to be a space game. I'm very yeah, interested in that one because there's, like, this mythical mystery storyline to it. Yeah. I just need something extra to enjoy anything space-related. That's valid. I love space games. But I also hate that they're spamming space games right now. Yep. They do it with every fucking game. Every the genre same, of game. Not to break up with. again of why we do or don't like World War games. But they do the same thing with World War games. One person comes out and then they're like, everybody does World War games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, and it, the thing is, is it goes in that cycle because the last like really big space game we got was like, I, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what the last like big space game that we got. It's because the last big ones we got were flops. The... 
Well, oh, my mind goes back to Mass Effect 3, but that came out 10 years ago. PC gets a lot of them because we get like stuff like Elite Dangerous, um, which is. Uh, it's like you can be whatever you want in space. Uh, you can, if you want to be a uh, merchant, you can be a merchant. If you want to be a pirate, you can be a pirate. However, it's very niche and it's very hard to uh, do anything. Um, then you have, what is that game that you can spend a hundred thousand dollars on? Yeah. Um, the one that the Kickstarter one. Yeah. Not Diablo. Uh, <laughs> the other one. Um, um, but I mean, I mean like, like staple, like developers that like everyone hears that this game yeah, is coming Call out. Call of Duty Infinite of Warfare. That was not a good space game. <laughs> Actually, the campaign was pretty decent. The rest of the game sucked. Zombies was fair. Multiplayer but sucked unfortunately, ass. Yeah, unfortunately, for most people, when you buy a Call of Duty game, you don't want space. You're playing yeah, no. the multiplayer. For ninety like, percent. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I will buy a Call of Duty game for the campaign, but I also want to be able to play it after that because Call of Duty campaigns yep. are like two hours long, three hours long. Yeah. Like, it's not worth sixty dollars just to have a campaign. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I think I think that was also part of its problem because I I never played it and I probably won't ever buy it because I'm not just going to buy it to play the campaign even if it is really good which sucks. Yeah. Like, like possibly games. if it was free, possibly even then 50/50. Oh. No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, well the thing was is No Man's Sky flopped super hard and it took it a while for it to come back. It did. It took But it did years. come back. It's a, it's a lot better now. I played it last year sometime. I like it was on Game Pass, so I like downloaded we'll, it and played we'll be it. Be able to get to play the updated version next year. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 but that's the thing is like I feel like that's what's hard with space games, is because like yes, there's a ton of stuff that you can do. You can go to different made up galaxies with all these alien races and stuff. Mm. But when you break it down, most if not all space games, you mine resources, you craft things you upgrade things you build things that's just like space games so like i see the comparison but like it's not the only game that looks and does exactly what no man's sky does you know yes. what i mean so Speaking like it's a hundred percent valid comparison we, we can go into it uh, since we're basically just talking around it without naming it starfield <laughs> starfield we got a bunch of Starfield like game like Dude, gameplay reveals. <laughs> bunch of reveals for character customization, ship customization, um, colony building, uh, actual gameplay mechanics like uh, combat playthrough. You can do dogfights in space with your spaceship. Over a thousand planets to explore. Todd Howard. <laughs> thousand individual planets you can explore. I was um, like, we've heard this before somewhere a couple years ago. <laughs> Just saying, like, I know, okay, look, I know Bethesda is your baby and you're all about Fallout and all that stuff, but you cannot deny everything he said we've oh, heard Oh, no, 100%. Before. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Yeah. I am a Bethesda fangirl while also fucking despising Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am on both ends of the spectrum. Trust me. I <laughs> Because we talked about this briefly beforehand because Kate hadn't got a chance to look at Starfield. Um, I watched all of the stuff like not live, but as it was coming out on Twitter on Sunday and Kate hadn't had a chance to look at it. So we've kind of already talked about a lot of this stuff. 
but uh it's like i said if if you expect starfield to not be broken and buggy you are wrong because it's a bethesda game i love Mm. bethesda but just look at our recent track record it doesn't look like it's on the creation engine it doesn't that is one thing i did notice which makes me happy yes because fuck the creation engine (laughs) we've had the creation engine since like the i would say we've had creation engine since morrowind yeah and that's bad because mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a good engine it's not like it was a really good engine that they were like yeah we can keep using this like it's bad and it just it it doesn't get better it hasn't gotten better yeah, it, it's, it's just been bad the whole time fallout 76 was on the creation engine and so was morrowind so that's like over 10 11 years on the same engine with the same bugs that's why when whenever fallout games came out it was a speedrunner's paradise because it's the same fucking bugs that are in it. So you can use the same glitches and same exploits. Yep. Um, but. Yeah, so I mean, I'm so excited for it. I love space games. I'm a space game hoe. I just think space games are so cool. I just think space is cool. So when I get to play a space game, I think it's even cooler because space is such a foreign fucking concept that it's like, but it's still also tied heavily into reality because like we don't know what's in space i believe in aliens not little green men you know that probe you and shit but like i find it very hard to believe that we are the only species in the entire fucking universe to be sentient beings with society and blah 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 blah. we're not getting into that right now but it's it's, for me it's it's still like tied to reality because who knows who knows maybe there are giant fucking squid robots that clean the fucking galaxy of shit every thousand hundred thousand years ten thousand years whatever or an it is. alien that yeah. literally can take the form of anything that's in your mind so if you wanted like a taco that shits out ice cream yeah exactly you never know so that's why i love space games yeah. so it's- i'm like <laughs> I don't think he gets it. Uh, he doesn't get it. He oh. doesn't know. <laughs> oh, I just thought of the taco that could shit out ice cream. And I, was like, I mean, it <laughs> does sound pretty good. <laughs> but like, so I, I am like fangirl, super hype, excited. Of course, they pushed it back to next year. Well, Todd Howard, whenever, whenever Bethesda pushes out a game, it just makes me happy a little bit. It's like, we know why you're pushing out the game. And we know it needs, it needs work. <laughs> we know it needs work. You delaying it. Just put some more work into it. So we see less bugs. We know we're going to see them, but like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and I think it just makes me nervous with track record of games being delayed and then shit happening. <clears throat> Cyberpunk. I know that's not a Bethesda game, but just like that was delayed like two weeks. It got delayed like four times, actually. Well, I'm talking about the like the last, the last one. one. Yeah, yeah, it was two weeks, and it, in my mind, it's like okay, two weeks. Just do a fucking month, homie. Make sure everything's kosher. Well, to be fair, the PC version was fine. The yeah, console no. versions were broken, unplayable. Yeah, you got to a certain point, and it was yeah. unplayable. Hence, why I never finished Cyberpunk because it became unplayable. They took it off the PlayStation Store, so I could never ever play it again. Fucking yeah, <laughs> they straight up took it I off. Really? That- 
that's the thing that makes me mad is I really liked the story. I liked the mechanics of it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. And then it broke and then I couldn't play it anymore. Yeah. And then I lost interest in it. And if I go back and play it, I'm going to have to start over because I don't fucking remember. anything. I don't remember. I remember up to the end of the prologue. I remember I got a cool little whip and I was beating up people by cars because I was chasing down robot cars that had ah. gone rogue. But like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 They but all anyway, had different like, personalities. Mm hmm. But yeah, so I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm that type of person that I'm like, I'm super, super hyped for it. And I'm very optimistic about it. But also I've been burned mm -hmm. <laughs> by Bethesda. So I, my expectations are like all the way up here while also simultaneously being like all the way down here. Yeah. And that's why when me and you were talking about it before we started recording, I've just been burned and it looks exactly the same to me as No Man's Sky. And I know how No Man's Sky is. And I know Todd Howard. And when he says over a thousand planets that that are all unique and individually uh, created, to me that screams procedural uh, generation. And that never works the way people want it to. No. Um, because you can't control the programming really. And it's it worries me. I love Fallout. I love Elder Scrolls. And everything like that. But I'm just terrified that this is going to flop as hard as 76. And my only, not my only, but my main thing that I'm praying for, and we talked about this again before, if the story is good, I can work through the bullshit. It'll be an Andromeda situation. If the story is not good, I will not work through the bullshit even as hype as I am because fallout four, I was so fucking hyped for it was so exciting. Like I was so ready, all of this new innovative stuff. And I enjoyed it for the first little half. I was like, I hate building settlements. This is stupid. I don't want to do this. Oh, this is buggy. Like why is Valentine stuck in a fucking wall? I can't get him out here to continue the story because he's stuck in a fucking wall. And then I finished the game. The first time I played it, I've played Fallout 4 through several times. The first time, and I went, that's it? I've that's never finished it. That's I've, the story? I refuse to finish it at this point. And so then every time I went back and played it, because it's a, it's a Fallout game, it was the only Fallout game, because I had... I mean, I still play Fallout 3 in New Vegas, but I had played them so fucking much before Fallout 4 came out that I was like, well, I'll just keep replaying this and the more i replayed it the more i replayed it the more i hated it because i was like oh yeah this is the part where shit kind of falls off and gets stupid and like it was I, it makes me dislike the game i don't hate it i'll still play it occasionally I never but i always go back to fallout 3 or fallout new vegas never if i want to play, play fallout game. sequence again no fuck that stupidest fucking mission ever. <laughs> so dumb, dude. the dream sequence is literally the worst mission i would i would do um settlements more than i would do uh what's his name's dreams there is another it's in the dlc it's in the far harbor dlc mm -hmm. there is a string of missions that you have to complete that i was stuck on for well over a month that is by far my most hated mission and it's another like dream sequence but you're in a sense brain mm -hmm. killing viruses 
it is it is the most fucking foreign thing. The story in Far Harbor is really good. I really like Far Harbor's DLC. The story is really good, but again, the gameplay is just so bad and yeah. so fucking weird. And it goes back to the like, this is not follow. Why am I fucking creating paths for little bugs to go to kill a virus? What am I doing? I will say there is one you can technically consider it a dream sequence. I think this is in four. It may be three, but it takes you back to like the the sixties and it's all black and white and you've got to find three. the it's in three. Okay. It's Dr. Brahms mission. That, that was, was a, a fantastic one. That, that was, was a fantastic. It was so good. It was and it was done so well because there was backstory that led up to it. It wasn't just like, hey, I pulled this piece of chip out of homie's head. Let's go in there. Yeah. Like, it actually had a purpose because you were trying to find your dad, and your mm -hmm. dad was stuck in the simulation, and there were multiple ways to get out of said simulation. Yeah. That's what I really liked about that mission. You had three different options. Wasn't it like, the dog? Was your dad? Yeah, your dad was the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Great mission. Fantastic. That's like, and that's one of the most iconic Fallout missions, too. Yeah. If you look up any sort of, like, best missions in Fallout, that'll be on there, yeah. without a doubt. Um, Norm, you look but, confused. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. No, I know. <laughs> I wish you shared my passion for Bethesda while also not sharing my passion for Bethesda. I tried. We, I know. You can live vicariously through Fallout us. 4, you tried to play Fallout 4, though. That was your first I'm, mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was told to try Fallout. Like, I'm going to try no, the newest one. If, if you're going to jump into Fallout, Fallout 3 is the best one because that, that sets the groundwork. And then going to Fallout New Vegas, you it improves upon it. So you don't go from the best Fallout game to the second best Fallout game. And it kind of is not as good as Fallout New Vegas. And you're disappointed. So mm. start with Fallout 3, go to New Vegas, and then you're, you're good. Don't you don't have to play anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, don't play anything else. Speaking of which, I'm just going to throw this in here before I do my controversial katie moment because as i was trying to find this before kid kindly sent me the link for all of the information on the summer games fest todd howard did confirm today that there would be a fallout 5 yes uh, that's... Mm -hmm. that there would be a fallout 5 but it will not be anything until after elder scrolls which elder, elder scrolls, Six, yep. is where it's looking right now is like 2027 it's something <laughs> at some point yeah. It's out of ways. And yeah. the, the article is literally like, so if you're cool with being a decade older when the next Fallout game comes yeah. out, you're in luck because... But then they also talked about, you know, obviously with Microsoft acquiring um, Obsidian and like all the people who worked on New Vegas, there could potentially be another kind of New vegas s game that's a Fallout game, but not... Let Obsidian work on New Vegas 2. That's all I ask. <laughs> Please. That's what we've been asking. Before Fallout 4 came out, we wanted New Vegas 2. That's <laughs> that's all anyone wants. Literally. Todd Howard, <laughs> me right fucking now. Don't make it. Just let Obsidian make it, please. <laughs> but there's a just so be they a publisher. Make it and you hate it and you despise it. <sighs> if Obsidian makes uh, it, I don't think I will. Because Obsid even Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds wasn't great. I never finished it. But it was still better than Fallout 4. Yeah. <laughs> like, Obsidian's I really good. They are, they are, I, the way they do their storytelling and like, I just, uh, that's all I want, dude. I, I'm, obviously I will wait forever for Fallout 5. Mm. I'm never going to not 
wait for Fallout 5, but, like, give me give me something. A crumb. A crumb, please. Give us what we got for uh, E6. <laughs> like, just the zoom of the world that you're planning to do, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we have yeah, for Elder Scrolls 6 right now. For years. <laughs> I cling to it. Please, God. But yeah, Starfield. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm... What's the word that I... What's the word? Cautiously? Cautiously excited? There's a better word. You're reserved? <sighs> no, it's like... There's a word in my brain. And I'll remember it in like 15 minutes, but... I, I am optimistic while also being pessimistic about it. I don't know. I just want it to be good. I just want. I just. Want I think it'll be a disappointment that I can play. <laughs> Track record shows anything. Anytime someone's like, "Hey, we got top-notch graphics, and they promise hundreds of new groundbreaking things," you're not going to give any of it. I don't think having a Stating he's having a thousand planets is groundbreaking. That's, that, that is a very Todd Howard thing, though. It's just a Todd Howard thing. Yeah. I don't. It's nothing new. It just you works. You know what I mean? He, yeah. It just works. It just works. <laughs> anyway, I think this is the perfect time to lead into. Also, I don't know what my camera and my light's doing. It's being a stinky butthole. It's doing that brightness thing again like it did last time. It is. Time. Yeah, and I don't know if I just need to, Flash like... Flashbang us. Ah! Uh, uh. Yep, it's still going to do it. Anyway, this leads into my totally not targeted, I swear to God, controversial Katie. But it, <laughs> it's going to sound really targeted. I'm interested. It's not targeted. Cade. When... <laughs> actually, actually, it ties in with Unit 2 now, Norm. Uh, if someone is excited about a new game that's coming out and there's not a lot of information, don't shit on them for it. Let them live in their fantasy. Let them have their hopes and dreams. Like, this isn't about you guys. This happens on the oh, internet it, every day. It's completely targeted. It happens on the oh. internet every day. It just so happened to happen today as well. Hey, but look. Like, look, okay. I know, I've got a Fallout this watch. Isn't, this isn't even strictly just Starfield. This is just like, there have been so many times that like I've seen stuff that's like, oh, that looks really cool. And then I like go into the replies and everyone's like, this is fucking stupid. If you're excited about this, you're a fucking loser. Like... And, like, people just shit on people for being excited about stuff. Not even, like, game-related. Just, like, nerdy shit or, like, you know, things that they get excited about. And people are like, why are you excited about that? You know it's going to be bad. You know it's going to suck. You know that you're not going to be able to do that, right? Like, leave people the fuck alone. Just let them be excited, man. If you hate it and you're a pessimistic booty hole, be a pessimistic booty hole in private. Don't yeah, shit Kate. on people for being excited about stuff. <laughs> yeah, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> let me live in my fantasy world that everything is gonna work out and be fine because what? god knows after fucking two years of covid all of us are grasping at straws of things to hang on to to keep us here and maybe mine is starfield right now okay <laughs> it is let it is disappointment 100 <laughs> yeah and when the disappointment comes you guys can go i told you so and i'll be like i know i, I knew <laughs> in the back of my head i knew but up here Katie was like, oh my god, sunshine and rainbows. I get to fly around in space. I get to do pew pew. Like, 
let me live in my fucking fantasy realm let anyone if that's if they're excited about something and like a new game that's coming out and everyone is just constantly either shitting on them or just like shitting on the game when they have just as much information as the person who's excited about it you guys no one really knows no one knows todd howard might know no (laughs) the rest of us don't (laughs) i guarantee you todd howard doesn't know to the extent it's just like i had a script yeah (laughs) Todd Howard probably knows things aren't going well, but he doesn't know to the extent that the developers are knowing. Exactly. Like, unless unless you are a developer on the game that I'm talking about, and you go, no, homie, actually, it's it's looking pretty bad. Then I, I would be like, okay. But if you were just an outside source, as am I, with the exact same information that I have, fuck off. <laughs> I will it's say... It's not targeted! It, it just so happened to okay, happen today. So... Let me ask this. I'm going to already give you your out to it, okay? And you can say, oh, yeah, that that's the way it was. Did you have it planned before we got on camera I did, today? because after, yes, I did, because after looking at all the Starfield stuff, I literally was scrolling through Twitter, and people are like, oh, it's just beefed up No Man's Sky. <laughs> this is going to feel like every other Bethesda game. Like, <laughs> It's all over Twitter. So it's been something I've been thinking about. You guys just reminded me about it. <laughs> but no, I, I noticed it on Sunday as I was like scrolling through stuff. Yeah. And then like my chat wasn't being like pessimistic or anything, but they were like, oh, you know, this makes me nervous. This, you know, might not look good. And I'm just like, shh, shh, stop. Let me. So she's happy. calling out her chat too okay. now. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's point the finger of hypocrisy because I'm excited about Gotham Knights and the whole stream that you were watching Gotham Knights, you're just like, ah, it looks clunky. I don't think that'll be good. That'd be. But I didn't say Norm. You can't. You did this. I wasn't directly speaking oh, to you. Oh, hold on. Let's throw the hypocrisy. Fucking Elden Ring. I get well, shit Elden on. Elden Ring is an ass game. <laughs> It'd be different if it was like different things. It's not. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is the All game right. is out and available. This is something like well, I, when we were talking about it, like when it was announced and we got all the reveal and everything, I was I you can go back and look at that podcast because I know we talked about Elden Ring and I was like, oh, it looks really cool. And yeah. then you were like, it's a Souls game. And I went, oh, I probably won't play it then. <laughs> Actually, that was the second time we talked about it, because the first time we were like, it's a Souls game. And he was like, no, it's not. <laughs> we're not. But that was, that's that's not the same. That's not the same argument again. that I'm having here. It's not the argument that I'm having here. My argument is, if there's a game yet to be released that everyone shares the same exact amount of information and people are excited about it, let them fucking be excited. Because honestly, it's really fun to watch those people be so excited and then watch them fall. See, it's I'm, see, I'm not. I'm the exact opposite, and this is my counterpoint to it. Is as long as I let you know the reality of it, and then you still decide to live in fantasy, that's on you. I done my job. But I can't just sit there and like watch your hopes and dreams just be crushed without trying to at least. Nope, I don't want reality. Save. No, I can. I can. <laughs> I don't want reality. I want to live in fantasy world. My thing is, you don't want me to shit on it. Don't ask my opinion. <laughs> well, and like. Just because I have it pulled up on the right hand of the screen, Outriders. We are we are all excited for that. We all thought it was going to oh, be yeah. really good. That's because like, we all looked really we good. Also, actively played it too. The before, demo, well, even before, yeah, even before we played the demo. Oh yeah, when when looking at the, the people, yeah, and we were excited about it. And my thing is, is like it ended up being poopy. 
Mm. Yeah, you couldn't play old. it. And then I just forgot about it. Mm. I forgot it even fucking existed. I just, it's like, oh, that was disappointing. So, anyway, like... TFT. TFT! Yeah, but like, TFT, though. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it's it's especially bad with Bethesda games, because like I said, we all know Bethesda games are not, like, polished. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of shit that happens with Bethesda games. I am fully I'm I'm aware of the reality of Bethesda as a company. More so after 76, I kind of hit it a little bit in Fallout 4. I was still trying to live in my fantasy world. But after 76, I accepted reality. But then when things like Starfield gets announced and we get like cool stuff, I'm like, push that back there. We'll just pretend it doesn't exist for a little bit. It's my same thing with Andromeda. I just Andromeda don't. Andromeda a good game. Mm. <laughs> that's not fantasy. That's reality. <laughs> no, it's the fantasy living in that Andromeda is a good game. Um, the story is really good. If you okay. have good story, it makes up for fuck shit. Uh, if you're not having fun playing the game, in my mind, then the story is not worth it. To an extent, yeah. Well, it's like I said with Cyberpunk. I really enjoyed mm. the story of Cyberpunk, but the game literally was not playable. Mm. So then I just never played it. There... I didn't personally. I didn't have any of those like you literally cannot progress. You literally can't do anything mm. in Andromeda. So I never hit that wall of like, well, I literally can't do anything. So I'm just I give up. See, mine was just clunky ass fucking animations that just looked terrifying. Mine was uh, Unity, Assassin's Creed Unity. I wanted to know the story yeah. of Unity. I wanted to play the story of Unity, but the game literally didn't want me to play it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and there are certain um, exceptions to the rule of gameplay over story. Um, I would, I enjoy it myself. Um, but I know there are some people that don't enjoy it, but the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts. It's game... really smooth. Yeah. Yeah. The story to me is worth it over the gameplay because there are certain titles in the gameplays of Kingdom Hearts, not the first or the second one, but say like Dream Drop Distance or Coded or something where the story is kind of worth it. I take very... Uh, a very good amount of liberty saying that coded is worth it, but still, it's necessary, and it pains me to say it. I don't it. hate Kingdom Hearts, Cade. It's been <laughs> almost a year and a half. <laughs> I just the story just doesn't interest me. You also started with three. Yeah, that's I like telling Norm to play Fallout, time. and then he starts with four. So, yes, but you guys have also told no, me to Oblivion, and I no. said no because I can't do it. See, oh, there is a difference graphics. though. Because starting with a Fallout, as far as I'm aware, at least, every game is a different story. Yes, but it's in the same universe. It's in the same universe, but it's a completely different story. No, I like was talking about the concept. You learn, but you Kingdom Hearts is... About all of it. Yes, but Kingdom I'm, I'm talking about in the same story. concept of you start... Like, you didn't start from the game the that's going to get you like involved in it. Like Kingdom Hearts, you got to start with Kingdom Hearts one to get involved with the story. To for Fallout, you got to start out Fallout three to get you involved in the game mechanics and stuff like that. But it depends on the person though, because that game has gone back so far that if I was to start at one, 
I am playing a shitty pixelated game. No. And I don't what? enjoy playing games. Wait, are like you talking that. about Kingdom Hearts? I believe so. Bro, there's so many fucking remasters and HD versions of it. That is one thing. It's on Kingdom the PlayStation Hearts 5 and it looks beautiful. Games. Hold on. Let me look at it. Kingdom Hearts Remastered versus uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 on PlayStation 2. Totally different um, fucking look. I'm trying to find like a quick little video. Anyways, while he looks it up. No, see, even for that, I'm looking at one right now. Even for that, I don't, I, I will not come back and play that. There you go. Looks fantastic. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like that either. You just don't like the art That's style, the style, then. That's the I, art it's style. It's just art style. Like, I will not play a game that looks like that. Yeah, that's just art style. Yeah. I don't fuck with it. That's fine. Which is valid. Yeah, there's there's games that I don't... I, it's Minecraft. an old school art yeah. style. I hate Minecraft because I hate blocks. Yeah. But like, That is an old style art style. It was 2001. I know, but I'm saying. Of course, it's can't expect somebody to start at one if they don't enjoy games like that. But like any game known to man, you start with a beginning that was over 20 years ago versus the most up to date that was three years ago. Kingdom Hearts three looks totally different than Kingdom Hearts one does. Kingdom Hearts four looks completely fucking different. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if you can't, if you're not the type of person that can go back and enjoy those old style of games, you can't expect them to start the story from the very beginning and enjoy it because they don't enjoy that style of game. I will never go through the story of Zelda because there, I, there's no way in hell I will ever go back and play the first Zelda. It's the same concept. Norm. It's the style the of game. The story of Zelda is, of it's all within itself. That made no sense whatsoever. Was every every game was of Zelda, the story of right Zelda is based within that game. They don't tie to each other other okay, than Okay, well then that was a bad game. analogy. Whatever. Games have been going on for 20 years. You can't be like, hey, start at one if I don't enjoy old style games. Then, then you're not going to enjoy these. Then I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm you're not, not going to like enjoy it. Hear me out. Go. Hear me out. Yeah. This just goes into it. Then... If it's if it's a story based game that has a linear linear story, then you just shouldn't play any of the games because you playing a game that's farther and like like if you same thing that I'm calling myself out here starting a Kingdom Hearts three because it's a newer game. I don't have all of the backstory. So, of course, I'm not going to like it because I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? So then that's why I just haven't played it because I'm like, I'm not going to engross myself in these later games in the story when I literally don't know the story that defeats the purpose mm-hmm. of story games. That's like playing mass effect three without playing two or one. That's like jumping in yeah, middle gear solid five without playing any of the others. Exactly. That's why I'll never go back and play metal gear. Oh, solid. And that's fine. Yeah. Cause I know while the story might be great in the first one, I will not enjoy playing the first one because it's an old game, which is valid. So after yeah. a certain point, after a series has gone for on for so long, you got to accept that some people are just not ever going to enjoy playing it because they're not going to enjoy either playing the game or they're not going to enjoy the story. And I, there's no in between. I, I think it's a very niche 
but I think it, it does exist. No, yeah. it absolutely. There's always it's like people that play the original Mario still. Like there's always going to be a niche for whatever type of game. But no, you can't just like yoink a random person off the street and be like, "What I'm play saying this is, game that came out 25 years ago." I think, but you have to start from the beginning. <laughs> I think the niche is the people who are unwilling to go back. No, I don't. I feel like it depends. I think that's I a lot like of people. You, I feel like if you're the type of person who regularly plays story games and are engaged in story games, they're like, okay, me telling you to go back and play Fallout Three. Those game mechanics, the graphics. Mm -hmm absolutely fucking horrendous mm -hmm. so bad but i don't have a problem playing it because i initially played it and i progressed through the story and it's a story in a universe that i like mass effect one i played one time before it got remastered and that was years after i played mass effect 2 so i was like yeah mass effect 2 technically you don't need to be like you need to know the story because when I played through it without playing one, I was confused, but I was like, this is still interesting. This is a neato concept. Maybe I'll go back and play the first one. And I did. And I was like, wow, that was terrible. But all of this stuff makes sense now. So when they remastered Mass Effect, granted, it's still not great. It's a lot better than it was. Yeah. It's bearable to play. That's why, in my opinion, I think remasters and like, Things like that are so important because they give people like Norm the opportunity that maybe this game is old enough that the graphics and like the style is just really bad. But if mm -hmm. they remaster it to mend with their newer games, it's a lot easier to digest and get into. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a better one. I love the Assassin's Creed storylines. Yeah. I have never played Assassin's Creed 1 or 2. <sighs> and I will never play them. Shut up. No, don't go on to it, Kate. I know that you just got triggered. I will never play them because there's past a point where, like, I just can't enjoy it. They remastered all of Ezio's stuff. I don't care. I don't care. I'm never going to go back into it. Unless they came out with, like, new generation and they're like, hey, this is remastered. And it looked, because admittedly. They did. The fucking. Okay. It's not good enough. Your your line is down here for okay. My line is up here. <laughs> you want to play Minecraft? <laughs> no, that's completely different because that's a game that intentionally says this is what our graphics are intended to be. Versus this is what our graphics look like because this game came out in 1990. Yeah, but, but the graphics emulating. don't look like that anymore. But it's still not good enough for me to go back through. But you want to play Minecraft? <laughs> that's what it's Perfect intended game. to be you're that's, you're comparing okay. you're no. comparing bad no. Graphics. no 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 it's not just about you are graphics. comparing it's about old Minecraft style gameplay, to the old, old game. version of Assassin's Creed 2 when there's a new version out there and he's like oh well the new version's not good enough but Minecraft not, is supposed to be that but the new version is not supposed to be the old the version is, anymore, though. And Norm said a key thing that I think is actually what the issue is. Gameplay in Assassin's Creed 1, 2 are vastly gameplay. different. Like, the yes. mechanics and everything, the way you do anything, yes. is different from the newer games. I don't think it has anything to do with graphics. You can think it does. I don't think it does. I think it's for me, the it's 50 of the game. It's, it's the mechanics 50 -50. of the game. Which I can, again, I can agree with that. There are games, old games, that the mechanics are bad, that I don't like them. But Assassin then, I, I and my thing was, 
I hate the new Assassin's Creed mechanics. Yeah. Not even like the end of Ezio's yeah, story. Yeah, the new ones are terrible. Hated those. No, 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 no. I'm talking like Assassin's Creed 3 and... Yeah, 3 is bad. I, yeah. I hated I hated it because they changed all of the mechanics. Mm -hmm. I thought they changed them in a negative way. I don't think they made the game better. So I'm more partial to play Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Even in Brotherhood, they changed some stuff. Yeah. But it, wasn't, it didn't cross that line for me until I played 3, where they changed entirely how you uh, did combat. I would say Revelations really or Revelations, is what yeah, sorry. Yeah. Revelations. Yeah, Revelations. That They changed it entirely how you would do combat, how you mm. would parry, how you would grab. Like, they changed everything in the game. And I didn't like those games as much as the earlier ones because I liked the mechanics before. To be fair, I will I will give this twist and why it changed. Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and starting of Brotherhood, it was an Assassin's Creed game. But right around the time Brotherhood was coming out, Batman came out. Mm -hmm. And that's... that's And everybody was like, this everything. is the best thing ever. Yep. Which I, and when I play a Batman game, I like Batman like combat and the way that it works. Mm -hmm. But it's because it was an established gameplay how you played the character and how you played the game and then they just swapped it i hated it yeah i still played it because i love Ezio and i wanted to finish the story i wasn't happy about it i took me a very long time to get used to that mm -hmm. so it's 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 things like that that there are people who are gonna like these changes or they started with those games so then when they go back and things are different whether graphics wise or gameplay wise they don't like it because they're attuned to this. It's the same mm -hmm. way that I didn't like the new games because I was attuned to that. It's just they're not Assassin's Creed. Games. Mine's the exact they're same way. Assassin's it's just games. flipped. When I got into the games, it was the newer style. That's what I said. Yeah, it was so a more updated thing. Like them. Exactly. So if I went back and played Assassin's Creed One, even with a remastered at graphics are a bit better, it's an old style of game mechanically. Still, you're just going about video playing. games the wrong way then. In my opinion, no. In my, in your opinion, yes. But yes. you play every goddamn game that exists. So, <laughs> yes. For people that had to grow up picky on what we played, I am going to continue to be picky on what we played, and I do not enjoy old style mechanical games. To me, so I will not go back and play those games. I'm a I'm a seventy thirty on the split for me story. Uh matters more to me than gameplay because if it's got bad game mechanics overall then i don't want to play it if i'm not having fun whatever but if it's a mechanic that is different um that evolves over time to get better then i know yes they had to learn how to do it but and i'll say it with kingdom hearts because i know kingdom hearts is the best kingdom hearts the way kingdom hearts won plays versus kingdom hearts 2 are two totally different things even though they came out two years apart but i know that they had to initialize the idea and then they developed on top of it which i'm fine with playing the initial because that's how it was meant to be and then how it evolves over time is the way it's going to evolve. And of course, if you go and play three right now, three is so floaty and like is there, they've introduced all these other things and it's drastic, drastically different than one, but I'm okay with how one plays because it is what it is. I know that for that time period, for the game that it was, that's what it was. 
And with Assassin's Creed 1, if I were to go back to play Assassin's Creed 1, I know it's different. It's not going to be the polish that Brotherhood is. But it is respective of the game at the time. And I'm okay with that. That's why I'm more of a 30% gameplay. Now, if it's just completely bad, I'm not going to play it. See, another one. Elder Scrolls. First one I played was Skyrim. I'm not playing anything before that. You will never convince me to play Oblivion. Yeah, Love the I just, universe. I, I have I'm to, sure the story is great. I have to fundamentally disagree with how you view video games. It's 50-50. I need a good story, and I need the mechanics to be good enough. I just... I can't get behind whore. it. Give me a good story. I'll play Obl- it. Oblivion has a fantastic story. But it's just like what with graphics. Yours is I graphics. Mods. Yeah, mine like is ass. graphics. I'm a big graphics person. If I'm playing it in like the thing is, is like, okay, if we go back, Assass- I-, I played through all of the main Assassin's Creed games, so like Assassin's Creed ones, Assassin's Creed one. Uh, the-, the graphics are not like great. It's rough. It's all like grayscale too. Yes, <laughs> but I enjoyed the story so much that like I was okay with it. But that's also because I played it back when it initially, mm-hmm. or like fairly soon after it came out. You know what I mean? I played it in the time frame that the graphics, like yeah, they might be a little better now. But like going from like even just I don't. I, this is a terrible example, but it's just because it's like the newest game. Starfield, it's not out yet, but we saw like, you know, gameplay footage. I I have a hard time reverting back to that really bad <laughs> graphics era now if it's not a game I've already played. If it's a game I've already played, I know. Like Fallout, like I said, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. The graphics are bad. Like they're not like terrible, but they're definitely, if you put fallout 3 side by side with fallout 4 it's embarrassing how bad they are but those games also came out in 2006 2009 like Mm -hmm. they're old games before things got nice and new and fancy and i think that's i don't want to say it's a problem but games have progressed we've talked about it a bunch of times they've progressed so much even in a 10-year time span that the games that came out that were like groundbreaking and looked good in 2008 2009 2010 we see them as looking absolutely fucking horrid and view them as if they're like fucking Tomb Raider cone titty graphics, which they're not. They're still decently good graphics compared to what gaming had been. But it's just that we've progressed so far that it's hard to go back and look at those and be like, can I get past the way this game looks to enjoy it? The answer is no. Your answer is no. My answer is no. Okay. And that's, that is, is another me. thing that should be taken into account is you guys have to remember, I didn't start playing games until late. That's, I didn't start getting into video games until like 2012, 2013. That's what I was going to mention too. So I don't use... have that nostalgia for these games. There is no, I, I enjoyed this back in the day. Let me like reminisce well, back on this. Here's the thing too. And I want to know, because I want to know if this correlates at all. Can you go back and watch a movie from the 70s? Absolutely. If okay. I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. If so it was like the way you handle like a movie movies, that I watched as a kid or whatever. The way you handle movies is the way we handle video games. Yeah. But like if you take that same thing, Katie doesn't like old movies. 
I fucking hate old If movies. for like, say, if Terminator was still like a really big thing that was still going on, I would not go to Katie and say, you need to watch the first one. Because I know she does not like old movies. You... And so I would never even try Katie to get her into Terminator. on movies yes. and video games. Exactly. It's the exact same mindset. Yeah. And... I would just never try to get Katie into Terminator. Because I know she wouldn't enjoy it unless you start from the beginning, but I know she wouldn't enjoy starting from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm the same way with, like, Kingdom Hearts, with Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed 2. I know I won't enjoy the game, so I'm not going to go back. I'll fucking read up on lore, I'll watch videos on it, but I will not play the game. <laughs> and my thing is, is I'll always, like like I said, I, I wish you would play Fallout 3. Whether you do it or not, it doesn't matter. It's just something that, like, one of those things just like sharing something you're passionate about like king cade with kingdom hearts cade loves kingdom hearts mm -hmm. i get that i am actively trying to build up <laughs> the fucking it's been almost two years <laughs> that you've tried to actively build this up yeah it's hard if you it's gotta hard. build up that much just don't do it no, you're not gonna enjoy is, it, it the, no the thing is is like i guarantee i would enjoy it I do because I, and, I'm a big story person. And I love that's why I push you so hard on. I know you would enjoy it if you I know. just did it. If you just if pulled I that just trigger, gave it a chance. you would actually love it. Norm, whatever. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're a There's lost cause. A, specifically, the Kingdom Hearts. That's not a kind of story though, because like I've looked into it. I, I know a little bit about what it, the story is intended to be. It just doesn't grab my interest. I'm interested to. Hear what your uh, perception is on it, or what your conceived perception of the story is, mm -hmm. just to see not where right it. Where, yeah, no, not right now. That. No, how accurate it is compared to what the actual story is. To see okay. if if you're looking at it, it story wise, if, it, if you're not intended. getting well, yeah. If if you're actually looking at a correct version or what your thought is of what it is. Okay. Because it could be completely different, and you might actually be interested be. in what but, it actually you know, is, but you're not going to be. Probably won't be. Yeah. Which is fine. Cade will never love Mass Effect Andromeda. I will still tell him it's a great game every time. I know I'm not going to change his mind. Katie, I will play Andromeda the day you play Kingdom Hearts. You've played Andromeda, though. I've, I started, and I stopped. Such a shame. But I, I will full-heartedly, and you know me, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to 100% like give it all of my attempt. I will play Andromeda with no bias in mind. Or as, <laughs> sorry, as, as little, as, little bias as possible. I will treat it as a blank game, in my opinion. But the day that you do Kingdom Hearts is the day that I'll do it. Deal. If I can ever find a game that I was super passionate about that you guys have not played, I will go back and play Fallout 3. Okay. One. Not Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if there's ever been a game that. <laughs> I'm sure there is. It, I, I just never played. talked about yeah. it. Yeah. It's like you got to find most a game we haven't I'm played. Interested in, yeah. Most of the stuff I'm interested in are not video games. So. It'll be hard. I'm sure there's a game out there somewhere that I played that I really liked that you guys have never touched. Except for maybe Cade. <laughs> <laughs> Deus Ex, human... Uh, the, off the top of my head, the only times I've ever been like, 
Hey, have you ever guys ever? It was about something in real life, not yeah, in a, a video game. I mean, yeah. fuck it. Like, give me something like that. I don't care. All I, right. Like how movies. I don't care if a movie deep was... sea diving. Yes. Okay, me and you go deep sea diving with sharks. I've already been. Don't want to go, go in again. a shark cage. Don't want to go again. No, we're gonna go get in a shark nope. cage, and then I will play Kingdom Hearts, the first one. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> <It's not> worth- <laughs> you would no for that. You would have to play through the entire series. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a choice. One or the other. We go get in a shark tank, and I'll play Kingdom Hearts one, or we go skydiving. For the shark tank. It would have to be the entire series, okay? You would have to play from Kingdom Hearts 1 up through okay. 4. How long are the games? Uh, decent. Okay, well, I don't know if that's fair, because we're only going to be in the cage for like no, 30 minutes. you're trying to bring in my, like, number one fear of all time, okay? The fact of I would probably die of a heart attack in the <laughs> tank. Well, if you do, you'd never know if I played the games or not. I would go skydiving to get you to play Kingdom Hearts 1. Right. 100% would. All right. Can you film it? That's a deal I'm willing to make. Alright. <laughs> it's going to happen then. KG of, tri- of trivia. <laughs> uh, I did and still until we got on the topic of graphics and then I just fucking raged out. <laughs> I was... Yeah, this is another rage episode. <laughs> I wasn't alive when Pong came out, thank you. Yeah, sure, your grandpa. Give me a second. <laughs> Y'all talk about something real quick and I'll come up with something. Yo, there is one game that real quick could be super interesting. Witchfire. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds super good. And I saw it and I was like, oh, that look might be entertaining. And then I was reading it and it said, uh, the developer, the astronauts, is promising that Witchfire will feature no cutscenes and will instead route its actions through a constant and demanding stream of en- enemies. Interesting. So, in my mind, that's either going to be really fucking fun or really fucking horrifying. See, for me, that just sounds like n- no cutscenes. Okay, I like that. But constantly having like consistent twenty four seven, yeah, like nonstop. Yeah, that doesn't. I couldn't do that. <laughs> my brain would fry itself. It, it'll either be great or because I don't know if consistent means like 20 people attacking you at, at every second or if it means like you're going to be walking down the road and it'll be like you'll get attacked you'll get attacked you'll get attacked that just or is it like a never ending swarm of shit coming at you yeah I don't know I watched I watched the gameplay trailer it it looks like it's like western fantasy it's like western <laughs> doom that's yeah, that's what it looks like to me, and I, I don't like Doom. But speaking of Doom, uh, that metal, what is it, Metal Hell Rising or something like that? Oh, uh, Metal Hell Singers. Metal Hell Singers. Yeah. That looks entertaining. Rhythm-based gameplay. I do like yeah. rhythm-based gameplay. Yep. I it do. looks very Doom-esque, and then they use actual like metal yeah. songs from real bands. I do like that uh, they have Serge Tankin um, in there from System of Down and Matt Heafy from Trivium. Those are two. Uh, is it? 
Fuck, what is her name? Isn't Lamb of God in it as well? Yes. Randy Blythe. Sure. Yes, Lamb of God is in it. And that comes out uh, in September. Yeah. The demo's out right now. You can play it right now. I think that our game will come and go very quickly, but I think it'll be very interesting to see. All right. So I got like... Simulator 3. Yeah, oh, yeah, Goat Simulator 3. Let's go. Um, I'm surprised you didn't go with a Goat Simulator uh, Easter egg. Uh, Save it. They're too basic. They, uh, a lot, thing. It's very difficult. It's not difficult to find Easter eggs at all. It's very difficult to find Easter egg that's worth just verbally talking about without having to show anything. Yeah. Fair. Well, I I want to give one um one Easter egg from Goat Simulator, the original. There is a certain mobile game that you can play um that you have to do for an achievement in Goat Simulator 1. Very very uh famous game that literally everyone played until the dude who created it took it all. Flappy Bird. Yeah. Yeah, uh, play Flappy Bird. I wasn't going to answer cuz I thought this was going to be That's not the trivia, no. No, this is the Easter egg. Yeah, see, that's an Easter egg. I miss Flappy Bird. RIP. <laughs> right. It's taking over Easter eggs. No. Um I'm doing trivia. So, me. I've got two. I've got an easy one and a hard one, okay? Uh which one do you want first? I'm always hard. What'd you say, Katie? Hard one. Hard one first? Okay. Katie's always hard. Cool. Um, what uh, famous head of a studio has released four Game of the Year games? This is knowledge I don't hold. That's why it's hard. Yeah. I don't hold very much knowledge at all. <laughs> all right, give me the easy one so I don't feel stupid. Easy one? Uh, tell me the name of the game that released on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, I think, at the time. Um, That is set in a fantasy world where heavy metal, like, rules over all and included... um cameos from Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Lemmy Kilmeister, I think is his last name. I think I know this one, but I don't know the name of the actual game. I just remember seeing the pictures for it on like Game Informer magazines. Yeah. I will give one hint. The main protagonist is voiced by Jack Black. We talked Pretty about sure that's we exactly what we're thinking about. We talked yeah, about it. Yeah, no, it is. We, we just never said week. what it was. Never looked up what the name was. As you started talking, I was like, damn, Katie said go for the easy one so I don't feel as stupid. And I was like, but then I'm not going to know the easy one. I'm going to feel even more stupid. <laughs> no, no this exactly one's pretty easy. Is, but I can't. I don't know the name of it, but I know I could describe to you exactly what the cover looked like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's holding up a, a certain mm -hmm. standing on top. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I know exactly what cover. All right, right. sweaty moment of the week. Before. I have one. Uh, the moment that we popped into chat after Norm's uh stream ended last night, and you instantly got a dub. We got four dubs. Yeah, last they won night. four times last night. Damn. Four games last night. Damn. 
I have never won four games in a night of Apex in my entire life. There's your sweaty moment. I think the most I've had is two. Yeah. And we got four. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Especially. Well, we do is intentional for sure. But I mean, like, the first one, like, I didn't even realize that we were about to win (laughs) until we won. And then I was like, holy shit. And then I was like, it's only 930. I can still yell. Yeah. (laughs) And yelled really loud. But then we won three more games after that. I was like, I just, what (laughs) is going on right now? Yeah, it was pretty poggers. Shout out to Burke. Shout out to Laundry. Mommy Mondays. Come check it out. Yeah. Cheer on the mommies. I will say my sweaty moment is very first game of the new set of set seven for TFT. I won. Fuck your TFT. It is first game. Instant win. So stupid. (laughs) Good job, Cade. Good job on your Apex wins. Thank you, Cade. Yes. Norm, you got one? I had some dislike at work. <laughs> what did hey. you you literally just had one? As we were starting this podcast. What were you doing? Yeah. Playing dislike. No. No, you, no you played TFT. That's not winning one game of TFT. Yeah, but didn't you did? Yeah, didn't you okay, go yeah, undefeated? Was undefeated. With the new comp? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's sweaty. Yeah. Also, undefeated we could throw in though. I was looking at a website. We got to what round one fifty last night, uh, using only three towers for balloons. Yeah, that's pretty sweaty. No, well, for me it is. For the average person, that's pretty sweaty. We use what the superhero. We use the engineer, and then I was literally a bank. Yeah. So that was fun. But it was always nice. Uh, I guess this is our new three-person layout. We did the last layout before, but we've kind of modified it. I think this is what we're going to go with. Maybe some future modifications. Um, maybe some tweaks here and there, but I hope you all like the new layout. Uh, we should go live with the newest layout this week with After Dark. Because uh, that's the first one that we recorded with the mm-hmm. new layout. So that'll be interesting, but uh, let us know what you think. Um, as always, you can see uh, down here, yeah, down mm-hmm. there, down there, uh, all of our uh, Twitter handles, um, uh, like near our photos and all, or cameras are our Twitches. Um, shout out to Burke as always, even though Katie mentioned Burke and everything like that. Uh, we just always have to mention Burke. And other than that, if y'all don't have anything else, I guess we'll see you next time. Hell yeah.